New on Curiosity Stream, how do you connect a 16th century potato to limitless energy production? Could Napoleon's toothpick have a direct link to a machine that predicts the future? And how can a 1700s conch shell chart a course to humans connecting their brains to the internet? James Burke's visionary series Connections returns for a new generation. Experience all new Connections. With monthly, annual, and bundled plans, find the one that works for you at curiositystream.com. At Granger, we're for the ones who specialize in saving the day and for the ones who've mastered the art of keeping business moving. We offer industrial-grade supplies for every industry with same-day pickup and next-day delivery on most orders all backed by real people ready to help. So you can get the right answers and products right when you need them. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. What's up, everybody? It is the Osmo.com NHL DFS strategy show. We have an absolutely massive slate. Uh, perfect day to have some technical difficulties on my end. So I had to have the uh, the pros come in and help me out and make sure we're going live to the correct spot. So uh, we have just an absolutely massive amount of games. Uh, 14, I think this is the biggest game, the biggest uh, slate of the season. Uh, we got some good contests. Carter says he finally did it. Yep, I'm finally here. Uh, so all of you that were waiting, and there aren't that many of you, but all of you that are waiting, uh, appreciate you guys sticking it out here. Um, we've got uh, we've got a bunch of news as well in some of these games. So uh, I'll try to go the, through this as quickly as possible. I do obviously have to mention a couple things off the bat. So number one. Free content for today, uh, NBA player projections, MLB main slate ownership projections, and then uh, NHL player projections. There's going to be uh, quite a few updates coming to those um, as the day goes on. So once I get off here, I run the projections. 
I will be uh, updating. Got guys like Tyler Sagan expected to come back. Uh, Ob Carlson. There's uh, some question marks around them. Tarasenko looks to be back in. Connor Garland, uh, my boy, looks to be back in as well. We don't know where they're going to be at exactly, but we'll have projections for all these. So if you want to check those out, feel free to do so. They're free for everyone. So might as well give them a shot for building cash lineups or GPP. Uh, we unlock a piece of premium content each day for people to get a taste and uh, hopefully keep you uh, keep you around. Top stacks, ownership, all that stuff will be updated. Uh, as you guys know, uh, if you want to join, feel free to hit me up. And uh, my my Twitter handle is just jkari. Not too difficult to find me on Twitter, uh, and I can help you pick out a package if you would like. Um, we are we are also. Uh, presented by Jock Market. If you guys haven't checked out Jock Market just yet, uh, we're giving you a free, well, Jock Market's giving you <clears throat> a free 20 bucks when you sign up, up to a $20 deposit bonus with uh, bonus with promo code AWESOMO NHL20. Uh, the the uh, phrase from Forbes, as you can see in the top right, is the stock market has officially met fantasy sports. As we always say, you can buy, sell, and hold uh, shares of players during the game based on your own analysis. And uh, it's a nice hybrid between DFS and the stock market, which there's already a lot of overlap. Robbie with the $2 super chat. Thanks, Robbie. As always, one of our most loyal viewers. Uh, we got 14 games. Just want to uh, – I mean, maybe, maybe we could look at lineups. So actually, I've got the live final pulled up. Uh, this is where I finished uh, on Saturday, ninth. Uh, slew foot in second, circling the drain in first by 13 points, no less. So I uh, actually didn't have Matthews in the lineup, but did have Islanders 2, uh, one of the only ones that was on him. This was out of 40 people, so took down the 150K top prize on DraftKings. Pretty cool stuff. He's a good player, as is slew foot, as are a bunch of these other people. So uh, my lineup was uh, just pretty much cookie cutter four three one. Well, it started off four three one with correlated goalie. And I swapped to Ryan Miller and Ricard Raquel as a Hail Mary to try to catch, you know, a top five score here. And obviously that did not work out. Um, but it was fun. Nonetheless, fun to sweat it out and a fun finish in the top 10. So can't really complain about that. Got a nice cash along the way. All right. 14 games. I'm just going to speed through. Most of these, uh, we've got the Islanders and the Sabres. We have Varlamov, and I believe it's going to be Michael Hauser for the Sabres. These will, this lineup builder will also get updated throughout the day. Um, not a whole lot to discuss in this one. I think if you want to go back to the live final winning Islanders two, that is uh, a pretty good option here. Uh, Bovillier, Nelson, and Bailey, they're pretty cheap. Bovillier is going to be somewhat of a popular one-off. I wouldn't worry too much about individual ownership tonight. Obviously you don't want to get duped on a slate this big, but if you're running three threes, you might actually run into some of that because people think they could just, you know, play whoever and you can to some extent, but you obviously don't want to get duped uh, on a massive slate like this. Gonna have to talk like an auctioneer. Yeah, I'm trying. I'm, I'm trying to get a few games under my belt here and uh, get into a little bit of a groove. I think, you know, it is a 14 game slate, but you can go to Islanders, Three as well. That's not really a third line. I mean, that's more of a second line on most teams. Peugeot, Paul Mary, and Wallstrom. Not a whole lot on the Sabres that I'm really looking at. Uh, if you wanted to go to, 
you know, Sabres one, they've been pretty good. Reinhardt's been scoring a lot of goals. That's fine. Uh, no real ownership concerns uh, on both sides outside of you know, maybe Beauvillier. He's being talked about as a cash play today, which I definitely understand. On the blue line, um, Darlene's priced up to 4,900. I think I'm probably out there trying to correlate my defenseman as much as possible uh, tonight where it makes sense. Uh, not going to have too many Buffalo stacks, so don't really think I need to worry about that. And then Pulak, 4,500 is the guy I think I would be going to on the Islanders side, uh, regardless of which line I'm stacking. I would want to stack Islanders one, but we've got Uncle Leo there on the top line, and he, uh, he talked about a third wheel. So, But, I mean, they've had a really good record, and they've been doing this a lot since Anders Lee has been out. So they're probably going to keep sticking with that, which stinks for DFS for Barzell. Bruins. And the Devils, we've got a 3.4 implied total for the Bruins, 2.2 for the Devils, Rask, and Wedgwood are your expected goalies. This one's more going to be the Boston side for me. I'm going right back to Boston, too, in some of my lineups uh, this evening. Krejci priced up a little bit, but Hall has been playing really well since he's gotten over to Boston. And uh, you're getting a good discount on Craig Smith. He's only 4,500, coming off a big game this weekend. Um, so it's mostly Hall and Smith, but I'll throw in Krejci just because trying to capture some upside performances. Um, I might consider upping your uniques on a slate this big if you're running lineups in Fantasy Cruncher. We can talk more about that uh, in Slack as I try to get through all these games, but uh, Boston 2, I think, is my favorite target here. A little worried about the ice time with Boston 1. They just aren't, like, they're not playing their 20 minutes per game, and I think they're pretty comfortably in a playoff spot. So that's probably got something to do with it, trying to keep their top line fresh for the playoffs. But uh, at this price point, it's really tough for me to get to really any Boston one. They're just not in the Colorado one, the Toronto one, the Edmonton one territory for me tonight. So I will likely pass on them, even though if you look at the top stacks tool, uh, they are our second highest uh, positive leverage stack because people really aren't going to be on them. So if you really love them, Go ahead, throw in some Boston one lineups. Never going to talk anybody off of that. But uh, it's the ice time is a concern. There are some negatives with this top line that there aren't, um, I think, elsewhere. Um, I think that is about all I've got for this game. Um, I'll probably play some Carrick uh, one-offs, maybe some Will Butcher. Uh, if you wanted to go to that top line, Devils one is okay. Uh, they're not going to get Boston one, I don't think. Um, so if you want to, you know, we've been on them. I've been on them a bunch. Uh, I thought it was going to be doubles one night, I think on Friday or Thursday. And it uh, didn't quite work out after the two early goals, but they're cheap enough where I think it's okay, even in a tough matchup, playing some doubles one uh, as a filler stack. All right, let's go to, we've got the Caps and the Rangers. 3.1 implied total for the Caps, 2.9 for the Rangers. It's going to be Vanacek and Shesterkin. Um, I think these lines need to get updated, and obviously they will in the afternoon. Uh, NJ1 is an insanely hard matchup. Yeah, well, you mean the the Heischer line? I don't, I don't know if that's that tough of a matchup, but uh, it's it's tough enough where they're probably going to have some resistance at 5-on-5, five five, whereas uh, these other lines that I mentioned, the big, the big boy lines, maybe are not going to have as much resistance so in this rangers game it kind of high totals on both sides uh rangers are still missing a bunch of pieces truba 
Uh, I believe Kreider is also out. So there were three guys. I can't remember all of them, but uh, you know, they're still missing some pieces here. So maybe you want to go to the capital side, but I just have trouble deciphering between these three lines, really like Backstrom and Mantha have been good at five on five, like hockey good, but not necessarily for DFS that much just because um, they're playing at a really low pace when they're on the ice. So Yes, the prices are pretty good. Um, I'm, I'm guessing, though, they see Zibanejad, and I thought I saw Panarin was with Zibanejad earlier. I, I may have been dreaming that. Um, feels like we've had that a couple times, but uh, like it hasn't seemed to work out. So I'm seeing Buchnevich on the top power play. That's nice, especially if it's Butch with uh, Zibanejad and Panarin, and you get them fully correlated. I mean, that's okay, but they're, then that gets them to the point where they're like, close enough uh, in price to uh, talk about Boston one, Edmonton one and uh, Colorado one and Toronto one. So I think I'm probably going to end up passing on most of the Rangers. And then when you can't play Strom with Panarin, if that's going to be a thing. Um, okay. Panarin with Mika Oshi out. Oh, I didn't see that. I didn't see Oshi was out. So there's probably gonna be a couple things I miss. Ovi and Carlson are both game time decisions. I haven't heard since this morning whether or not they're going to play. Might get some uh, – uh, the coach may talk. I'm not sure uh, what their media schedule is. So we might get an update this afternoon. Okay, yeah, you guys are on top of it, helping me helping me produce. That is uh, very much appreciated on a slate this large. Um. Yeah, I, this isn't really a game that I love, despite the decent totals on both sides. Like I said, if you want to go to Rangers 1, uh, if you believe in you know those three guys as a trio, it's a pretty good trio. Um, I just don't know if this is really the night for me to get to a lot of Rangers 1. So I'd be happy to get to some. I just I don't think I'm quite going to get there uh, very often, at least. Um defenseman here i mean if carlson plays it's obviously a downgrade for schultz he's going to bump down to the second power play so if carlson doesn't play you can surely play schultz for that price um and then adam fox would be your guy if you're going to rangers one but now you're talking a really expensive four man thought panarin was out too no uh panarin had a maintenance day yeah so I think Panarin's going to be good. Zach Jones, 2,500. I think he got up to like 16 or 17 minutes in the last game. So if you want to punt there, uh, no real issue with that. Let's go to the Penguins and the Flyers. We have a 3.4 implied total for the Penguins, 2.7 for the Flyers. Uh, I saw DeSmith, and I think it's going to be Elliott for the Flyers. Uh, this, is, this is another one where you've got a six total we got it decently evenly split between the two teams. You know, Pittsburgh kind of a kind of a big favorite here, but uh, you know, reasonable total here for the Flyers that aren't a very good team, but they do have a good line. Uh, and Couturier looks reasonably healthy, and he's going to hard match Crosby, Gensel, and Rust. So on a slate of this size, uh, I don't know that you need to cross lines off still. I try to avoid that, but 10% ownership for pit one, I am out on that. Uh, there's just there's just no way. Um, they are a good five-on-five five line, not like elite numbers, but very good five-on-five five numbers. For pit one, it's it's just an awful five-on-five five matchup. So if they get there on the power play, then 
whatever on a 14 game slate. I'm, I'm okay. Even if they have a big night, um, I think I can find someone in a similar price range at similar ownership or even lower. So no thanks on pit one for me. Malkin expected to be back. I saw him with, I want to say McCann and Kapanen on the second line, or maybe it was McCann and Carter, or uh, Kapanen and Carter. Either way, um, Malkin just hasn't been very good at five on five this season. His lines haven't been. So I want to avoid taking lines that I don't think are great at five on five on a slate this big. Um, so I'm just kind of out on this. Flyers always switch things up at lock. And honestly, if they do switch their lines up at lock, their second and third, I don't know if I'm going to have <clears throat> enough time to uh, blow up my lineups and redo everything. And, uh, you know, I don't really want to do that for a Flyers team that I'm not really high on um, in the first place tonight. Uh, what else do we got here? I think, uh, yeah, I think that's about it. What are we, four games in? Making decent time. Malkin, Kapanen, and Zucker. Okay. Malkin, Kapanen. Is this the line I was looking up? Malkin, Zucker, Kapanen. Yeah, so that was – okay, yes. I think that was right because I remember looking at these numbers and seeing pretty poor numbers in terms of generating chances. So if that's going to be the the, uh, the line, I think I'm good on pit two uh, as well. Let's go to Chicago and Carolina. We've got a 2.4 implied total for the Hawks, 3.7 for the Hurricanes. It's going to be Subban and Nadelkovich. Um, this is very obviously a Carolina game for me. Uh, Blackhawks really having issues keeping their lines together. Uh, there's no reason for me to really want to mess around with them. They're probably going to get the stall matchup and some of the Ajo line, and they're just going to get run over, talking about Kane and Debrinkat. At least that's how I see it playing out. Maybe people have other opinions, open open to hearing uh, reasons why you'd want to play Chicago tonight. And then, you know, Carolina 2 as well is a very strong line. Niederreiter, Trocek, and Netches, just good numbers all season. They're, they're just no easy five-on-five five spots for the Hawks. Um it would be their power play if you're stacking anything. I think I'm probably just not stacking Chicago in general. Uh, Carolina won, I think. So they're popular, right? But I think popular for good reason. Decent enough price. Ajo's a little expensive, but Terabine and Svechnikov both under 6K. Terabine and uh, just 5,100. But, you know, combination of you get two guys in the top power play. You can play an elite defenseman with them in Dougie Hamilton and – uh, they're really good at five on five. So, and it's a really good five on five matchup. So just a lot of things going Carolina one's way. Uh, you could say most of the same things about Carolina two. Um, the only downside with them is that you just get some secondary power play time with two guys compared to two guys on the top power play for the top line. But that's not to say you can't play both. I will certainly be playing both of them tonight. Uh, Dougie 6,900 for him. I don't think I pasted. Let's see where I got. So I ran, I ran 170 lines before the show. He was my second highest owned defenseman. So not quite my first, but uh, he's right behind Shabbat. If he ends up number one, I think I'll feel pretty good about that in terms of rostering a lot of Dougie. Also like Brett Pesci for um, for 3800 here. All right, let's go to 
the Predators and the Blue Jackets, 3.1 implied total for the Preds, 2.2 for the Jackets. UC Saros penciled in. Always got to pencil in those Predators goalies. Merzlikens for the Jackets. Blue Jackets have actually kept their lines together for a couple games here, and it's it's mostly a value thing for me as to why I'm playing some Blue Jackets tonight. But uh, like I just really want to go after this Gramlin, Yarncrock, and Cunning line. Just not great at five on five, even with Yossi and Ellis back uh, in Ekholm, who was out for a little bit. But um, kind of interested in some of these Blue Jackets lines that aren't getting much ownership. So we're showing a little bit of ownership on Domi and Bjorkstrand. That makes sense. People like Bjorkstrand. I like Bjorkstrand a lot. Um, but like, if you want to go to Textier and Foodie and Atkinson, basically for free and no ownership, I think they might see a bunch of time against the Granlin, Yarncroc, Conan line. Um, so I, I think I'm in on some of that. And then on the Predator side, Forsberg being back definitely helps their offense, but no Arvidsson. You do get the full the top line fully correlated, and we're showing under 5% ownership for uh, Nashville 1. So that would be a line I'd want to go to on the Pred side. It's just like playing Ryan Johansson. I know he's fully correlated, but 3,600, it's kind of like the Wenberg thing with me. So I'll probably suck it up in a few lineups tonight. But, uh, yeah, I think I'll probably have more exposure to the Columbus forwards than the Predators forwards in this one. Uh, which is weird. 2.2 implied total on a 14 game slate. I'm just, uh, I guess I'm just locking them in. I've definitely played worse teams in worse spots. I don't think going like being at home against Nashville is that tough of a spot. Seth Jones, 6,200, probably going to play his 25 minutes and top power play. So if you want to go there, um, not a bad play at all. Uh, I'm just going to some other guys uh, this evening. Delzato, 2,900 playing top pair with uh, Jones is a guy I think is, I mean, he's fine to punt with Yossi 7,100 more of a one-off for me tonight. He's not like, I think I have Dougie ahead of him. Um, you know, either one of those guys, maybe Dougie gets a little bit more ownership because it's a better perceived, better spot for Carolina. Um, and so if you're one-offing between Yossi and Dougie, maybe you go Yossi if your lineup's chalky elsewhere, but uh, yeah, he's up there. He's just not quite at the top for me tonight. Leafs and the Canadians, 3.1 implied total for the Leafs, 2.6 for the Canadians. Campbell and Jake Allen are your projected goalies here. The Leafs got healthy over the weekend. Um, they basically just kind of disrespected the Canucks and just like sat a bunch of their guys um, just for maintenance, they just sat like three, three players that are pretty important to them. Um, it was either three or four, Riley, Muzzin, Felino. They just said, you're taking the day off. We'll just shut out Vancouver anyways. Um, now this one here, I've been riding the Montreal two train. I know they don't project perfectly for us, but these are guys that I usually give thumbs up to in FC when they're not popping up. I at least want to see what the lineups look like when I'm, you know, crunching out some Montreal two lineups and they're in a price range where they're not really a filler stack. They're kind of in the in-between because to fully 6,300. Uh, but I usually leave on Armia. Uh, they're listed up fully correlated uh, on PP one. That seems to change around a lot. So I'd be careful really relying on anything for the power play for Montreal. 
But if they are going to be on the Petri unit, that's definitely uh, a little bit of a boost for them. Not that Toronto takes a lot of penalties anyways, but I think the Suzuki to Foley Armia line uh, will avoid Matthews for the most part, which is very important because he's usually scoring goals uh, on, and you know, the, the line that goes up against him is usually uh, tucked away in their own end for a good majority of the game. So they are not going to see that lineup or that line. I don't think. So I am on Montreal too uh, tonight for sure. Uh, I'll probably, you know, if you want to get to some of Montreal one, they're pretty cheap, but again, the, it's the Matthews line um, that they get to face off against. That's brutal. Not a fun matchup for anyone. Uh, Matthews as, you know, Matthews, Martin, Felino, if you want to go to them as a full stack, I think they've got an argument as the number one stack tonight. We're showing them at pretty low ownership. I think that's going to come up because we're showing them at like one or two uh, percent right now. Matthews is going to be over 10%. Probably he might be over 20% because he just scores every game and uh, people throw their cash lineups in and he's going to be in a lot of cash lineups tonight. Um, uh, Tavares, Nylander, Galchenyuk, they're, they're okay. I think they're, like they're going to see a lot of that Suzuki line, I think. And that's not really an easy matchup uh, on either side, but I usually give the, um, give the thumbs up to the home team when I'm a little bit indifferent. So um, I, I'll probably be pretty low on. Uh... For the best TV viewing experience, witness the coziest maroons, the most vibrant and brightest moons, the eeriest and darkest tombs and radiant and vivid hues in any type of room with the Neo QLED and OLED TVs by Samsung. We're supposed to say Samsung, but that didn't rhyme, so <laughs> you're welcome. Samsung, more wow than ever. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. <laughs> The Chumba Life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. On Tavares, Nylander, and Galchenyuk. But uh, Leafs power play, if you want to go there. I'm surprised the total is this low, 3.1. Um if you want to go Matthews Marner and Nylander or Tavares, by all means, lock it in. But you are really going to be hurting for the rest of your lineup. Uh, Montreal does take a lot of penalties less recently, but still for the season, they're up there as one of the most penalized teams uh, in the entire NHL. Isn't Petrie questionable tonight? I have not heard that, but it's very possible that I've missed out on some news this morning. So we'll keep an eye on that. We are still in the 7 p.m. games. Uh, Petrie, Romanoff, uh, Edmonds, Ben Chirot, 3,300. If you want to go, so this is what I did on the live final night the other night. Uh, he's, he plays a little bit, or quite a bit, with uh, Montreal 2 at 5-on-5. Five five. So while he's not on the power play, he's 3,300. He does block some shots. That's usually a good thing when you're going up against the Leafs uh, or any good team. And... Uh, could get you that blocks bonus, and he does correlate somewhat with Montreal too. So I wouldn't mind putting him in there um, on some of my MTL2 stacks. All right, Winnipeg and Ottawa. What, how many more 7 p.m. games? Okay, two more 7 p.m. games. 
Maybe I'll take a quick break or we'll just fly through these. I'm not quite sure. Timing, not too bad right now. Jets sends 3.3 implied total for the Jets, 2.7 for the Senators, Brassois and Philip Gustafson. Uh, those are your going, uh, going to be your goalies. I think this is a pretty great spot for the Sens. Um, Sens aren't that bad of a team. They can score. Uh, and I think, like, we talked about this the other day, um, and I think it was actually Montreal on Friday. They played against – they got to go up against uh, the Stastny Wheeler uh, Stastny Wheeler and um, Connor trio. Now I'm seeing – actually, this is the first time I'm seeing Connor with Shifley and Wheeler. Maybe that was in practice yesterday, or again, I could have missed that this morning. Anyways, I want to go against Winnipeg uh, basically whenever I can, whenever the team against them is getting low ownership and they're at home. You got a good Ottawa one line that's fully correlated. You've got a line in uh, Ottawa two that's super cheap, one of my favorite fillers, and going to get good five on five matchups. Like, this is. This is an Ottawa game for me. I'm not seeing a ton that I like on the Jets side. So usually uh, every Osmo show for the last two weeks, I think this is a decent spot for the Sens. Honestly, like, man, I've played more of the Sens over the last two or three years than I think anybody. Like, I probably have the most Sens lineups on DraftKings of any user over the last two years. I don't know. It's I play this team a lot. I, I do. Um, but now like there's actually reasons to. I'm not just playing them because they're cheap. This is a good spot for them. Shifley Connor and Wheeler so far on the season. Let me see if I can look them up really quick. Shifley Connor Wheeler. Really, wow. Very giving on the defensive end. 40% expected goal share. Jeez. That's about as bad as you can ask for. It's wherever Wheeler goes. It's where it's wherever he goes, that's where you want to target. And Norris, Kachuk, Batherson, they're going to go up against uh, Winnipeg 1 if the big three are together. So I feel even better about Ottawa 1 than I did five minutes ago, honestly. Could you know could end up being my highest owned stack. Right now, I I the way I crunched out everyone, I limited everybody pretty low, so I got a good mix of different lines. They hit the cap. Ottawa 1 did. So, yeah, this is this is looking like an Ottawa one night for me. Definitely some Ottawa two for me in there as well. Uh, and then Shabbat, 5,600, just playing huge minutes. Same with Zaitsev. So Zaitsev, a decent punt, if you want to call that a punt, for 3,200. Uh, just a lot, of, a lot of things to like on the send side. This definitely will end up blowing up in my face uh, at some point. But for now, we ride the Sens wave. Pionk, 4,800. You know, if you like Winnipeg 1, Pionk's probably your guy. Um, Other than that, there's not a whole lot uh, of redeeming qualities on a lot of these Jets defensemen. Like, Forbort's a guy I've been playing some of, but I think I was playing him when he was like 2,600, not 3,600. I don't have Zaitsev over Forbort. Stars, Panthers, last 7 p.m. Eastern game. On the night, 2.5 implied total for the Stars. Two point, uh, did I say 2.9? 2.5 for the Stars, 2.9 for the Panthers. Hudobin and Spencer Knight are your expected goalies. Looks like the Panthers 
well, I guess, I guess we don't really know what the Panthers are going to do. You don't often get lines from them until pregame. Now you'll know the lines. Um, usually want wherever Barkoff goes or new toy for the Panthers, Sammy Bennett. But it looks like Sam Bennett's out. Uh, in fact, he is out. So, again, we'll get this updated. You'll have the correct lines in here, uh, or at least our best guess. But uh, if you want to go Barkoff, Duclair, that's more of a two-man. I'm not two-manning very often tonight. But if you wanted to go Barkoff, Duclair, and Huberto and just kind of play three of their best forwards, you get a two-man that's been really, really good at five-on-five. I don't mind some of that. I'd probably have some interest in playing Stars tonight, but we don't know what half their line is going to look like. And again, I just – like these are guesses on – these lines. So we're showing Sagan, Ben, Yurianov, Hintz, Pavelski, Robertson. Yeah, I mean, I would think they keep together Hintz, Pavelski, Robertson, but I just don't know if I'm going to have enough time to redo my lineups and like force in some Sagan and Yurianov and Ben, should they all play. And, you know, what if one out of the three, include Dickinson in there, one out of the three plays, then what happens? They end up blowing up their lines entirely. I don't, I don't really know. So it's probably going to be Dallas one for me, if anything, on the Dallas side. But your guess is as good as mine as far as who the Barkoff line goes up against because it usually takes top competition. But Rupert Hintz has been playing awesome this season. Uh, but do they go up against, like, the, the bigger names, Sagan and Ben? I, I don't really know. So I feel pretty decent about the Florida side, the way I want to attack them. Vetrano going to probably slot up onto the top power play. So if you wanted to make it a little cheaper, you could go Barkoff, Duclair, and Vetrano. Um, but no Sammy Bennett in there does hurt uh, the uh, the viability of the Panthers' lines. And I, I don't have confirmation on their lines just yet. I'm not that interested in playing Denisenko. He hasn't, he hasn't done a whole lot in a couple of games. He's 2,500, so there are definitely worse plays to make. And if you need a $2,500 winger, and you're playing Barkoff and Duclair already, then throw him in there, uh, the chance that he gets a goal. But uh, he's a guy I'd probably look to leave off uh, if I could figure out a way to do that hand-building. Uyghurs up to 5K. Uh, Forsling, 3,200. I think Forsling or Nudavara are okay. A lot of like Those guys are interchangeable just based on their prices. Uh, don't have a, a big um, – don't have a uh, opinion really on those guys. Yeah, I wonder if Marchman honestly goes with Barkoff and Duclair. That's that's probably going to be what happens. I'm assuming Marchman is um, close to mid salary, so I think we're good here. I, I'm definitely interested in this Dallas team. They look a lot a lot better uh, with Sagan and Kirillov in there, and they've got this great top line that's been awesome for a couple months now. But uh, I don't think this is really the game for them. The Panthers are really tough. Oleksiak, oh, that's actually probably a pretty good play. Oleksiak for 3,300. Panthers had 77 shot attempts at five on five in their last game. Like, they attempt so many shots. Regardless, like if Barkov's playing, they just attempt so many shots. And uh, a guy like Oleksiak who's willing to block a few, 3,300, I think, is a pretty good punt as well. Ducks and the Blues, 2.1 implied total for the Ducks, 3.3 for the Blues. We have Gibson. Uh, I mean, I've got Gibson penciled in there. I saw Bennington was the first off the ice this morning. 
Um, scrolling through, how many more games do we have after this? One, two, three, four. Oh, all right, we're fine. Ducks won. Uh, I do have interest in them as a trio. Had a really good game the other night against the Kings. They were on home ice. They were going up against Kings depth. A little bit of a different story here. Shen, O'Reilly, and Perron. Uh, yeah, so Corey says they've been awful, but they're fully correlated and an amazing matchup. So they've been, I don't know about awful. Um, let's see where they're at. Shen, Perron. So they played 92 minutes together. I think at least the last two games, but it might be like three or four of those games have come up against Minnesota where they've faced off against the Erickson Eckline. So I don't really care about their numbers specifically. Um, they're, they're, if you count like the strength of schedule, their strength of matchup, whatever you want to call it. Like they're just going up against that Erickson Eckline. Like I don't think anybody's going to do a whole lot. And they actually were good against them uh, two nights ago. So I think O'Reilly, Perron, and Shen is actually a really, really great stack for GPPs. Hopefully people are not on them as much and that we're overshooting their ownership, especially with Tarasenko back. Maybe people go to Bozak Schwartz, Tarasenko for cheaper. But I do have interest in really all three St. Louis lines. So the Ducks had their fun at home against the Kings on Saturday night. It was Ryan Miller's last home game. Great. But I think they're going to get trounced here by the Blues. Blues look like, you know, the last couple of weeks, they look a lot better than um, than they did for pretty much the entire rest of the season. So they're getting healthy. Uh, really want to get some of this top line. I'm, I'm kind of disappointed to see them at over 10% ownership on a 14-game slate. If they do stick there in the ownership projections, maybe I'll, maybe I'll just force a couple shares in. Um, but if we're right on that ownership projection, it's probably not Blues one night. So... Um, we'll see. We'll see where they end up at. Cause if they drop down to 4%, then all of a sudden, yeah, I would love to get 10% myself or whatever. in in MME, nothing on the duck side. Uh, they changed the lines up. They, who knows? Zegris could be scratched tonight. It's just, there's no really rhyme or reason why they're doing what they're doing on a game to game basis. Gets left is washed. He's getting rested or scratched in some of these games. You can even go to St. Louis three, Kyrou Thomas and Hoffman. Hoffman's been scoring like a madman lately. Uh, and then the, the other two guys are really cheap and that line has really good numbers. So they're going to get a phenomenal matchup against the Ducks depth. Falk is uh 4,800. Otherwise I'd probably look to play him a bunch. Uh, I'm, I'm not touting Ducks, Saul. Come on. He said, uh, Jake touting the Ducks will never get old. I'm not even touting them. I'm not. I'm out on the Ducks tonight. Um, the Zegers line was coming up for me a little bit though, and it's just fully correlated PP. Like, I don't want to have more than a couple percent of that line. If if there's even a chance that they're going to get O'Reilly, Shannon, Perron, like, no thanks. Um, Hayden Flurry, twenty six hundred, good, uh, good um, spot for him to block you know, four or five more shots, 2,600. I think he's just a good play there. So great punt. Uh, I will be doing some of that myself. And I think that's all for this game. Golden Knights, Minnesota Wild, 2.9 implied total for the Knights, 2.6 for the Wild. 
Leonard and Talbot. Um, I like one. So I, I think I like one thing here, one line that I'm taking some shots on. And you probably know who that is. It's Kirill the Thrill. He is with Zuccarello, as he's been the entire season. But getting Victor Rask off that line, I think, is going to help him out. Rask is a nothing. I know he had, like, a decent run at the beginning of the season scoring points. But it was it was Kaprizov and Zuccarello just dominating. And he just ended up being on the right side of things. So I think Rask is not a very good player. <laughs> And now he gets to play with Fiala, who's their second best playmaker. Um, so RIP to Fiala, but uh, <clears throat> Pacioretty is a game time decision. That's obviously going to hurt them should he not play. Uh, it doesn't really matter, though. Not really on Vegas one because they're going to get Erickson at Greenway and Felino. Um, best shutdown line in the league. Um, and they hard match them. Uh, the Wild, last time they were at home against the Golden Knights, they matched them uh, in a hard way. And should they do that again tonight, I don't want uh, pretty much peak price. Vegas won $5,100 Chandler Stevenson going up against the uh, Erickson Eckline on the road. Like, yikes. If you want to go to some of the Vegas defensemen, Never really going to argue with anyone. Shea Theodore is good enough to pop off by himself, and you know the Knights score two goals or less. Uh, so sixty four hundred is okay. Same thing with Petrangelo sixty one, and then the Wild defenseman. I would just maybe look to correlate. They've been mostly keeping Spurgeon on the top power play, so I, I feel pretty good about playing him with Minnesota two. Minnesota two is going to get Carlson Marshall Smith line. Not an amazing matchup, but they are a little bit more uh, helpful in terms of giving away chances uh, than the Vegas one line. So they do, the wild do a very good job of shielding the Capri soft Zuccarello line from opposing top competition. So I would expect that tonight. And uh, that's the one line that I am going to be heavy on in this game. I think golden golden. (laughs) LA Kings and uh, the Arizona coyotes, 2.5 implied total for the Kings, 2.9 for the Yotes. I've got, uh, I think I've got Cal Peterson in the projections. Could be quick. Uh, Kemper, I've got slated for the start for the Yotes. Connor Garland is going to return. That could shake some things up. I hope he takes bunting spot or or Keller's. I hope he's with Schmaltz. That's the important thing. And I actually really do like Arizona 1. Uh, I haven't looked at Garland's price. I can do it quick here. I'm assuming... They usually price these guys down when they're coming back from injury. Garland is, yeah, he's 5K. So that is, uh, I think that's awesome. Uh, if he slots in for bunting or Keller, doesn't change the price of that line too much. He's probably going to be on top power play. And he's probably not going to face off the Kopitar line much at all. They hard match Dvorak, Kraus, and Fisher against the opposing top competition on Saturday, which was Vegas 1. And uh, I would expect them to do the same thing here with the Kings, who are pretty much a one-line team. Kings' depth just got ran over by the Ducks two nights ago. Not not saying the Yotes are a great team, but uh, give me give me Arizona one with Garland, assuming that's a thing going up into you know Byfield, Athanasiu, Velarde, Elias Anderson, Trevor Moore. Like 
I don't really think that's a uh, a matchup the Kings want anything to do with, but they don't get to control the matchups uh, because they're on the road. Chikrin is at 7K. Oh my god! So he would probably only be a uh, he'd probably only be a Arizona one add on for me. Goligoski 4300. Man, I have a hard time playing Arizona one plus a power play one defenseman that's not Chikrin though. Goligoski is not anything to write home about, especially at 4,300. <clears throat> uh, we'll get to McDavid Matthews. Actually, we're going to get to McDavid right now. Uh, actually, uh, McDavid and uh, McKinnon, we're going to get to. We already got to Matthews. Oilers, Canucks, 3.4 implied total for the Oilers, uh, 2.5 for the Canucks. Mike Smith, Thatcher Demko are your expected goalies. It's McDavid night. It's almost always McDavid night. Uh, he's 9,100. Leon Dreisaitl's 7,800. I'd argue Dreisaitl probably a little bit underpriced. If you say Edmonton 1 is the number one stack in the night, I think uh, you sound pretty smart here. I think they're up there. They're in the top three. There's really there's a clear top three for me, um, and they're all on the road. So McDavid, Dreisaitl going up against this corpse of a Vancouver team they're really going to try to shut down McDavid with Pearson and Cole Lind. I mean, good luck with that. Uh, so it's Edmonton one. I don't know. You, you do what you want with them. If, if you're not playing Edmonton one by now, like uh, I don't even know how you've got money in your account to, to keep playing, but um, yeah, it, it's, it's another great spot for them. So just fire away, whatever you can get to them is fantastic. If you want to leave off Yamamoto, leave off Yamamoto and throw in um, Nugent Hopkins if you can afford him or just keep it as a two-man, find a cheap winger elsewhere to um, to fill out your lineup. I think you can go to Vancouver. We've got them as Vancouver one here. Miller, Besser, Hoglander. They're not great at generating five-on-five chances, but uh, McDavid lists Oilers, uh, meaning when he's not on the ice, that's definitely a much easier matchup. Uh, they're going to get two and three. Um, and they are fully correlated on the top power play. So not too bad. Quinn Hughes, uh, 5K, just an add-on with uh, Vancouver one stacks or Vancouver power play stacks, but no no real interest in the Horvat line for me. That's a brutal matchup for them. Last game of the night, and then we'll get out of here. We've got uh, a bunch of shows coming up after this NBA, MLB. Uh, we didn't, didn't have a PGA show today. Do have PGA tomorrow. We've got everything, so just subscribe to the channel, and uh, you'll literally be able to watch pretty much any DFS sport. We've got content on it for free. Your likes are much appreciated, but we need you to subscribe to the channel. That is the number one way you can help us out. We always say it, and you guys were awesome helping us get to uh, fifty thousand subscribers. And we're actually the number one DFS site in terms of um, subscribers on YouTube. So you guys have helped us a ton. And we're asking for any new people, if you could subscribe and hit the notification bell, you'll get alerts to your phone and you'll know when we go live. So if you're ever unsure of the schedule, just uh, click the notification bell and you can see, all right, NHL strategy is live. Let's uh, go tune in to Jake Touts some Senators and Blue Jackets and terrible teams like that. Avalanche, Sharks, 3.7 implied total for the Avs, 2.3 for the Sharks, Grubauer and Marty Jones. Same thing that I just said about Edmonton 1 pretty much applies to Colorado 1. They're on the road, but they just absolutely ran over Sharks 1 last game. 
Uh, I don't know how they're going to plan to contain them in this one here. Um, I, I'm guessing they go hurdle or I'm guessing they try some combination of couture line and hurdle cane against Colorado one. I don't think anything is really going to work there. Um, I really love Colorado one as everybody does. They're super expensive, but good leverage in the top stacks tool because they're not owned that much actually. And a 28% chance of being the top stack tonight and Marty Jones in that. So a lot of things going Colorado one's way tonight. Uh, Kadri Donsko and Soderberg. I really love as a three man as well. So if you can't get up to Colorado one or you need an additional filler, I wouldn't treat Colorado three uh, as a third line, their second line for me. Uh, even if the ice time down for Kadri, as prices come down, I think that trio still has a ton of upside, specifically Kadri and Donskoy, who's on the top power play. If you wanted to go to Sharks 1, I think I said I was off them entirely two nights ago. Um, I I think it's okay here. Just because they're at home, maybe they don't see a ton of McKinnon, Landeskog, Rantanen. Um, there was no way for them to get away from Colorado 1 last time, but there is um, on home ice defensemen abs are really hurting on the defensive side. That's probably another reason why it's okay to play some sharks tonight. Uh, Taze McCarr are going to play a bunch of minutes and then I'm guessing Nemeth plays the third most minutes. So if you want to play Nemeth for 2,800, he's probably going to see 20 plus tonight. Um, maybe not your worst punt. There's a bunch of punt defensemen tonight that are, um, that are reasonable plays. So that's going to do it for today. Uh, thank you everybody for, uh, sticking with me for 14 games, the technical difficulties at the beginning, Josh and Cliffy will be back tomorrow to break down. I think it's a nice six gamer that we got. So good luck tonight. I will catch everybody in Slack. something that's not boring a laundry oh a book club computer solitaire huh ah oh, sorry we were looking for chumba casino that's right chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino style games join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes chumbacasino.com no with the lucky land slots you can get lucky just about anywhere this is your captain speaking uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky no no nothing like that it's just these cash prizes add up quick so i suggest you sit back keep your tray table upright and start getting lucky play for free at luckylandslots.com are you feeling lucky no purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.